0: I'm Dr. Felicia Mebbin, your host for Health Healing in Hampton Roads. And I am here today with Lady Kimberly Anderson. Hi, Lady Kimberly Anderson. Well, hello. How are you? I am great, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Now, I did it that way because I don't think I know anyone who goes by that, that title. So tell us a little bit about that.
1: Sure. Well, I prefer to be called Lady Kimberly Anderson because... Everyone has such, I should say, such wonderful extravagant titles. But to me it seems if I go by a lady, it's quite um, appealing and it's inviting and well, for I'm the one to go to, so I'm the lady that can pretty much take you to any avenue of what you need in reference to your health. So I'm the lady that has it all.
0: <laughs> you, you are. That's amazing. It makes me want to sit up straighter. It's like talking to Lady Anderson. That's awesome. <laughs> and all the girl, little girls out there who are
1: listening, you can do that too, yes, right? Yes, you can. You, you can be the lady that can go for it and have everything that you need.
0: That's amazing. So let's start with your connection to Hampton Roads. Yes.
1: Well, I originally was born in Suffolk and I am uh, and have been a resident of Portsmouth since I was the age of five years old. Um, I have enjoyed thoroughly my roots here in Hampton Roads, lovingly so, being connected to the waterways, if you will. Um, I am and have been in uh, the health Uh, perspective as far as deep-rooted in each and every community when it comes down to health disparities and health equality. Um, When you think about health equality, we think in terms of uh, what may quite possibly be the gaps in what we may need for those of which that fall within those gaps that need to be connected to whether it be um, insurance, whether it be um, of course, uh, you know, doctors or specialists, um, you know, whether it be spiritual healing uh, to their churches or what have you, whatever those gaps quite possibly may need, um, what they may need, specifically in the African American community. And that all really started for me when I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Uh, next month, it'll be 12 years. Wow. Yes. Wow. So that's, that's definitely something close and near to my heart. and mm-hmm. became a ministry for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, again, um, it's just something that, you know, you, you, you often wonder, what is it that, um, what, how can you really capitalize on your health? because it is something that you have to invest in. Mm-hmm. It's, it is truly your wealth when you think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. money comes and goes. <laughs> right? But you truly have to think in terms of your health.
0: Right, that yes. is so amazing, I want to explore that. Yes. But before we do that, yes. one of the reasons we invited you to be a guest is because of your connection with Dr. Cynthia Burwell, Certainly. who was a guest on another
1: episode yes. of yeah. um, Health
0: Healing in Hampton Roads. So tell us about your connection to her.
1: Oh, most definitely. I met her through um, the program, or the um, that she she actually started, and it's such a wonderful program. Or, or um, it's called the Healthy Churches, uh, the Healthy Churches Coalition. Okay, it's phenomenal. She started, it, um, I believe, and I may have the year wrong, but I believe it was back in two thousand fifteen, where I worked with the American Cancer Society. So I was one of her partners mm-hmm. um, as a cancer nonprofit, and. Uh, we, I, we specialized, of course our connection was through breast cancer or breast health as well as colorectal cancer and colorectal health and we were able to partner as one of her nonprofit partners and community partners. Okay. It was so significant to have that partnership with her because she brought on the churches as well as the other nonprofits where we could all go, you know, at, come as one. To dive into the communities to connect together, where again it you know not only just through uh literature but again through the knowledge of each individual, so that we could connect through the churches um together as, you know to, just doing it together and it wasn't so and that was one of the things that we just as a just kind of as a as a um as a what I would call um just kind of a sidebar mm mm-hmm. You'll notice that sometimes information would not come uh it would kind of kind of you know come not at once it would just kind of you know uh come in pieces okay and we would notice that as a gap if you will, and we wanted to bring that we wanted to definitely bring that together we wanted to eliminate that gap because misinformation we definitely wanted to get rid of that well Dr. Burnwell and the coalition. Eliminated that.
0: Oh, okay. And that
1: was surprisingly just one of the things that, you know, that was definitely top of the list. Because when misinformation gets into a community, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to get rid of it because right. it becomes like one of these overwhelming myths right, that right. you, you know, you would have to, um, you know, basically um, try to uh, wipe away. But, you know, as we say, you know, bad information gets through a lot quicker and stays right. around. You know, versus the good information. Right, right. <clears> to <throat> so get back on track, more or less, is that um, when we notice. <clears throat> uh, excuse me. That's no, okay. <clears throat> as we notice that, once uh, we brought the organizations and the churches together, and the, the churches had representatives, as far as the health, um, the health coordinators from each church, or you know, it could be um, the health coordinators or. Uh, the women's ministry coordinator or what have you. Um, they would take this information back to their churches, mm-hmm. also affording us the opportunities to go and meet uh, or do presentations at these churches. You're thinking about, like, for example, where um, you had over 200 some-odd African-American churches in the city of Portsmouth, um, whether it be an actual building, uh, a set-aside building, or standalone building, or a storefront church. Mm-hmm. Wow, you you're thinking in terms of okay, well maybe it'll be a Sunday or maybe it'll be a Wednesday or maybe they're not even you know you're not you're being able to in, um, incorporate scheduled time to go and speak in these churches mm-hmm. that may not even know that you were available to go and speak or to provide literature or even to provide services mm-hmm. to these churches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, you're opening the, the the roadway of being able to go into and develop relationships. These were relationships that you could continue to have and have them ongoing. It was just phenomenal. It was amazing. I it can, was, tell, it I was can just, tell. I mean, I'm just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> it was just so exciting. Because again, it was where at one point you were knocking at the door. And again, um, for myself, my skill set was... Um, cancer. Cancer was something that was not necessarily talked about in the African-American or black communities. Mm -hmm. It was just, faux pas was just something that you didn't talk about. And although I had my own story that I could speak on, um, it was still like something, okay, no, we don't talk about it. Like you don't
0: want to admit it. You don't want to be vulnerable. You don't want to be sad. Exactly. You you don't want to. mm -hmm. Exactly.
1: Um, And again, Dr. Burwell and the other partners that were there Again, like I said, you had more people from different organizations, other churches um, that also may have, had, you know, um, other stories, testimonies, if you will, that, you know, where we have like best practices, opportunities mm-hmm. for best practices. Mm-hmm. I mean, just it was just a Saturday of a couple hours of just opening up and just having these moments and you know, just... You're just, <laughs> you're just like okay. Let me write this down. You're you're like I'm with my people. Oh, We're yeah, gonna yeah. solve these yes. problems, this, right? You know, it's just not just sitting down and just plopping mm-hmm. and going. Okay, I'm just here. You mm-hmm. know, to collect these sheets of paper and then just moving on. Right. No, right. you you're you're there to literally engage and walk away with nuggets. And not only that, these are familiar faces. Right, right, You know, this is hello so-and-so from this organization. And then you also had people that were crossing various organizations. Um, not only was I um, a staff partner with the American Cancer Society, but I also belonged to, at that time, the National Council of Negro Women uh, through the Norfolk chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, I was um, also... Um, a member of, oh um, gosh, the Wander, uh the Wander Black Women, uh, the Coalition of Wanda Black Women. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. so um, also as far as a member of my church, and so on and so forth. So not only was I that same, so many others. Oh were so, right, same right. way.
0: Sort so interconnected,
1: exactly. Multiple organizations, exactly. And that and again, these were you're, you're looking at. All of this is as a it it was it was like it was always just one big happy family. It was Mm -hmm, like a family reunion, mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) as we get together Mm -hmm, that particular Saturday mm -hmm, morning mm -hmm. and we're all going, okay, so what's next on, you know, on our list of business? Let's go ahead and let's get it done. And it was getting done.
0: Perfect. Okay, I have to back up just a little bit. This is so exciting. I could listen to you all day. <laughs> let me back up just a little sure, bit to put I'm a little sorry. structure. No, I'm no, sorry. no, no, no. Never apologize. <laughs> it's wonderful to hear your passion, and I just my brain is going wow. Let me let me ask more questions. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so let me summarize, if I may, for folks who may not be familiar with sort of community engagement and organizing. Yes. So yes. basically, what was happening is Dr. Burwell was one of the leaders who were pulling together a coalition or network of organi- all types of organizations, right? Yes. With people like you yes. Yes. who have information and experience and want to share it, yes. but also with people who are trusted resources and leaders in the community, yes. right, which is sort of why you bring the churches together, yes. right, because yes. they yes. have the network of communities already defined because people belong to churches and that brings it together. Yes. And then the idea is we're gonna solve what, what problems, right? You're sharing information, but specifically, you know, what, was there specific problems that were trying to be addressed or was it let's all get together and figure out what we need to address and then we're going to figure out how we're going to do it.
1: Yes, so of course with the Healthy Churches Coalition we were being, um, we had the opportunity or more or less Dr. Burwell had the opportunity to bring us all together under the Bama Gilead. The Bama Gilead <clears throat> um, has... it all. I'm sorry, the what? The bomb, <laughs> so the Bama Gilead we have a partnership with them as well, um, which is another organization uh, that we are we have with um, with the Health Churches Coalition, with the other churches and the other organizations. So this is another organization that we partner with. As
0: well. Okay. Okay. I have never heard <laughs>
1: that before. So, okay. You know, so the Bombayili is also, an, uh, is another organization that we also have with the other, with the plethora report is of organizations. another mix of organizations. Right. Okay, another great. another mix of organizations that come, that come that partner with the Healthy Churches Coalition. Great. Okay, <laughs>
0: thank thank you. Learning, you're, we're you're, learning. You're
1: fine. You're fine. <laughs> so, the Bomb of the Bomb of Gilead is another organization along with the, you know, of course with um, the American the American Red Cross, you know, the American Diabetes Association. So, of okay. course, um, <clears throat> of course with um the Alzheimer's associations. So again all these all these organizations, all these nonprofit organizations. So <clears throat> I put in the um the Balmagile because again another resource or another um, another connection with the churches to let you know that when we think in terms of the churches and what we need or what we need as a community. So just, I'm setting myself aside from the com, um, from the organizations because I'm speaking in terms of a woman of faith. What we need in the communities wholeheartedly is to know that to be a healthy community, we need to first and foremost know what is necessary to keep us healthy. Recognize what the... What are the issues that we have? What are the pending issues that continuously have us in bondage, per se? We have mental illness or mental health, however it's stated. We have, of course, when you look at statistically, we have have heart health that continuously have us on decline. Typically, that runs neck and neck with cancer we have, of course, diabetes, um, and when you look at cancer, diabetes, and um, heart disease, that usually runs us in obesity, as well as we look at, and any way you branch off between these three, okay, then we have um, food deserts. You look at Or do we even know what's considered healthy eating? So the list can go on. But when you think in terms of all of these things that I've just mentioned to you, well, how is this necessarily being taught in the churches outside of Sunday school and Sunday service? And then how are we looking at the repasses or you know, how we being served after Sunday service or after a funeral or what have you. Are we still serving the fried chicken or, you know. So, I mean, there's just such okay. a plethora of things that we're looking at. So, then you also have to look at the social impact of things that are going on. AIDS, HIV, when it, when it literally came and flourished in the black communities, in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. The church wasn't necessarily addressing it because it was something that, oh not necessarily, and when I say the church, I'm not speaking of all churches, mm-hmm. but it was something that, again, another faux pas, kind of like how cancer was a faux pas, something to speak about, because then it was something in terms of the, you know, talking about sex mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. to actually introduce this conversation, whether it be a small group or a large group, For the actual congregation. So when I mention, of course, Obama Gilead, they actually are a faith-based organization that actually started during the time period of the AIDS epidemic. And to, again, God is a God of the oppressed. Mm -hmm. And with that, we serve everyone. And it's the same premise of the Healthy Churches Coalition. We serve everyone. Okay. With serving everyone and knowing that in the black community that AIDS, HIV is still something that we need to talk about and address. Sickle cell is something we still need to talk about and address. HPV is still something we need to talk about and address. You see what I'm Mm -hmm, saying? mm -hmm. Cancer, diabetes, things of that nature is still something. So... <clears throat> when Dr. Burwell saw that this, these are the things that we still need to talk about and address it became an umbrella exercise of we need to bring in all the organizations on this side. We need to bring in all the churches, the black churches in on this side. We need to bring everybody together so that we can address and try to get it together so that we're not having each organization trying to reach the churches individually and we're missing X amount of churches, it's like, okay, this is what we can do, come together as a team and see if we can work together, of course we can, because we all are in the communities together. Right, right. You know, right. and and then two, and of which it's been working, because again, this is, oh my gosh, it's been, like I said, it's 15 so, like I said, this is what um, going on. I'm trying to carry the two know, seven or
0: eight years, <laughs> almost <laughs> ten years.
1: You know, as if I to like, literally, just carry it up. And, you know, we have been so successful with it because now you're developing toolkits, and we're getting these toolkits in, you know, in the churches where we're opening the doors to conversations, and the conversations are being had, and. Even if a um, even if a um, program with a nonprofit or what have you, say for example, is not available, it doesn't stop in the church. The church continues to do it, and with the church, the church is the center of a community. The community knows to go to the church, you know, and the community is you know the door you know the doors of the church are open. Mm-hmm. It's literal and it's meant to do as it is mm-hmm. and then the church becomes an open asset for the um, you know the public health department you know because you know the health departments in the cities right. you know and so on and so forth mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. this is where this is that's how it all began and it's almost like okay and we're still introducing new churches mm-hmm. as a matter of fact our last meeting another you know an, another church came in and um, that particular church, Um, you know, uh, the first lady actually was, you know, she, you know, came in and she's, you know, she's now as a partner Mm -hmm. and she herself has her own, uh, nonprofit and what have you. And again, we're just continuously building and adding more. So there's no stagnant, you know, Mm -hmm, time mm -hmm, period. mm -hmm. It's just, we still need, we still need. And as long as there's a need, we're still there.
0: That's amazing. (laughs) So one thing, so two two things that pop into my head. One thing I love about this is I think when people talk about equity and disparities and all of that, they make an assumption that they have to come in and help our help our communities, right? Mm-hmm. And yes, we welcome everyone who wants to help our communities, but we also, I mean, what I love about this, right, is that this is coming from within the community, mm-hmm. right? Cuz cuz we have all those wonderful ideas and passion and will to do things as well, right? It kind, right. To me, it kind of show it showcases that right. aspect of it. Yes, it's like it we, we need for folks who are not part of the community to partner with the people who are there, right. because the people are there. There yes, are people who right. are paying attention to these issues have the skills, have the passion, and maybe they might need a boost or I don't know. But you know what I mean? It's that it's, it's I love that it's coming out of the community.
1: It is. It truly is. Even, like I said, for example, with, <clears throat> excuse me, with COVID. With COVID, it was, again, something very frightful in the black community because mm-hmm. initially with the vaccines or the vaccinations became, you know, top of, you know, topic of conversation. Right. And, of course, we, you know, um, automatically it was, oh, the Susqueakie, you know, uh, experience. Right, right, right. Well, okay, we needed to uh, um, have dialogue, specific dialogue for our community. And when, of course, we looked to the churches, and we needed to make sure that, okay, when we talk to our congregants, when we talk to the communities... That we have the proper information, hmm. that we have the dialogue, you know, that's speaking to our community, that none of this information is going over anybody's head. Mm-hmm. And that it's coming out correctly. And that when we also become a hub for the vaccinations, not only just for the vaccinations, but also for the testing, mm-hmm. that they're walking away with the same information. And so it was said, mm-hmm. and it was done, mm-hmm. and it's still being Done, and again, with our like I said, and, and it's our family. I mean, literally, because right. uh, you know, Dr. Burwell sends us information, and it's been continuously so. I mean, of course, it, there were shutdowns, but it didn't stop us from getting information <clears throat> because, again, the people we, we still were in need, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we needed to make sure that the information again was still getting out there properly. And um, now it's it's still the same. You know, okay. Most recent one, mask. Okay, <laughs> this is what we Let's need to know. Let's talk <laughs> right. about it. Okay, how, what are we saying churches? Okay, right. how are we doing this? Or oh, the churches have questions. Mm-hmm. you know, um, what information are we together giving out? You know, what are the other organizations saying? Even if it's not related to the organizations, we'll um, also say, hey, yep. just in case somebody reaches out to you,
0: right? Which is great. Okay, so when I hear about Coalitions that are anchored in the important community of a church. I also think about people who don't go to church or who are not affiliated with the church. Yes. So, how do you reach those folks, or is that, you know, part of the emphasis? Or I don't oh, know. No, same
1: okay. spiel because okay. the the ultimate thing about that is we give information out where we know that. There's circles of influences. Uh-huh. Like I told you, we're always connected, not just by the places of which we work, or if it, you know, or the church that we're affiliated with. We're also affiliated with other organizations. But my kicker is, is there's always these circles of influences. Uh-huh. You go to a barbershop or a beauty salon. Uh-huh. Every once in a while, you know. (laughs) I know. You visit a Starbucks, there's usually like, a, you know, there's a a board right by the door. May I place this on your board? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, social media, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, um, we usually, and 99.9% of the time, whatever we have in print, we can have it posted on social media. And trust and believe, whatever's emailed to us, we can post it right to social media. Boom. It's on social media. We're having a blood drive at, at a church at, um, next week, actually. Got the email. Not a problem. Ta-da-da. It's gone social media. It's just as easy as that. As quick as we can get out, you know, so-and-so's birthday, we can do the same thing about now <laughs> to the to the communities yes ma'am
0: that's great that's you know I think some people you know, the that might be the reaction, mm-hmm. and sometimes people react to the first thing that that is up front, and sure. so it's just wonderful to hear yes. and to reinforce that it's open for everyone. It's open for and everyone. whether you come in through <clears throat> the heart association or the whatever, yes. or, or and also again, anything. My understanding from what you're saying is that even if the physical event is at a church, the doors are open. The doors are so open. everybody can take it. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. They
1: certainly can. Um, and that's the, and the other thing too is <clears throat> it's a neutral, it's a very neutral event. And you'll notice that even in our, um, when it comes down to the planning stages of events that are either held at churches or community centers, mm-hmm. it's very neutral. Whereas um, you don't feel like, um, where people say it's going to be churchy, mm-hmm. or somebody's <laughs> going to tell me I need to come to church, right, or right, right. you know somebody's going to, you know, uh, uh, you know stuff, uh, you know Jesus, you know down my throat, and I'm going, no, no, they're not. They're just going to, they're going to conduct themselves accordingly because it's a safe space, mm-hmm. and we teach that. You know, we, we you know the churches that um, they automatically, you know, they know that this is a safe space, Um, the organizations that are going to be there, it's automatically a safe space, you know. Um, Whereas, say for example, a person may uh, need to, uh, they may come in with a question, um, like for example, in my case, if a person needs to talk to me because they feel like they felt alone, um, and they want to discuss it with me privately, um, if they need to talk to me at that moment, um, and if I'm available, I'll step aside. If I'm unavailable, just as easy for me to give my information and we can talk. And again, it's it's a safe space. It's not something where I'll go, well, are you a Christian? No, are you right. a person? That, you know, it's, it's, it's a safe space. It's a very neutral safe space.
0: Because mm-hmm. the focus is on the health part, right? So this is the health. community outreach even for all the organizations, all the regardless organizations. of what their perspective is. Exactly. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. I wish I didn't have to say anything else, but thank you so much. That was amazing. I really love your passion and commitment to our communities and and that you share yourself with us. So thank you so much. You're welcome. You're very welcome. Thank you. And thank you for joining us for this episode. And please join us for future engaging, dynamic, and informative episodes of Health Healing and Hampton Roads.